Help is needed now more than ever. Susan G. Komen established the Komen COVID-19 Action Fund to support urgent needs among our breast cancer community today. Whether it's providing answers and counsel for those who can't see a doctor in person to those that need financial or treatment assistance. Visit coronavirus.komen.org and donate today. Support for Real Paint comes from Genentech, a member of the Roche Group, who pursues groundbreaking science to discover and develop medicines for people with breast cancer. Learn more at gene.com. That's G-E-N-E.com. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. In these uncertain times when so many people around the world are anxious and struggling with unknowns, staying positive and focusing on emotional health is vital. Today on Real Pink, we have the honor of welcoming back a very special guest to the show, Emmy Award-winning TV host, author, certified health coach and trainer, cancer survivor and thriver, healthy living advocate and unstoppable optimist, Samantha Harris, is here to help guide us through the best ways to achieve overall health and some tips to stay positive and hopeful during this pandemic. Samantha, welcome to the show. I, you know, Komen is such an important part of my life and I'm so happy to be back on the podcast. Samantha, you were the very first guest on the show. I'm so thrilled to have you back. Like just what's been going on with you and give us a quick overview of, of who you are, what you're about. Well, first of all, I want to just say, Adam, congratulations on a full year of this podcast. Um, you know, as a national ambassador for Susan G. Komen, I and a survivor myself, I have found the podcasts so incredibly empowering, meaningful, supportive, and which is a true extension of what Susan G. Komen does every single day on the front lines of research, education, access to care, and so much more. So thank you for that. Yeah, well, thank you. Your, your support really means the world. Uh, it's really just a pleasure to talk to you. I appreciate you taking the time today. So Let's get into it. So after your breast cancer diagnosis, you really committed to empowering people to take control of their health and live their best and healthiest lives. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, We all know that we should eat well and move our bodies, but what else is important to achieving overall health? Well, you know, just to kind of back things up for just a second, as a journalist by trade, and having a breast cancer diagnosis with no hereditary link, because only five to 10% of breast cancers are genetic, I needed answers and I went on that search and that quest and I researched everything that I could. I spoke to as many experts as I could and I determined it is truly what we put in on and around our body that overall impacts our well-being for better or for worse and not just for leading to cancers but also to other chronic diseases like heart disease and type Mm -hmm. 2 diabetes and things that really could be avoidable so we're talking about as you said mentioned you know what could we all know to eat well we know to exercise but it's really about What's the quality of the food? Where's, where, what's the source of the food? Yeah. What types of food do we need more of and what do we need less of? Yep. So then beyond that, in terms of what we put on our body and around our body, we don't necessarily think about all the personal care products that we're slathering on every day or toxic relationships that we're surrounded by yeah. and the need for building resiliency and a positive support squad. So all of these things, the in, on, and around your body led me to write a book called Your Healthiest Healthy. And I know we talked about that last time I was on. Yeah. But your Healthiest Healthy really is eight easy steps to taking control 
avoiding or preventing cancer and living a cleaner, happier, healthier life by ridding yourself as, or reducing the toxins that are surrounding us and in us. And that's what it, that's where I've been kind of growing from even more so. I really appreciate that. So, so thanks for, you know, contributing to, to, to our culture in that way as well. It's really fantastic. Well, moving to our next question, I've heard that, you know, many people speculate that this period of isolation that we're living through is going to cause a shift in how we're living moving forward. And that, that seems pretty self-evident. You know, first, do you find that to be the case? Do you think that's the case? And is this perhaps the perfect time for listeners to actively focus on making some healthy changes that they might, you know, not have focused on before? I think it's a great time. Look, we're all, or most of it, about 90% of the country or more are now under stay-at-home orders. You know, we've been self-isolating for three, four weeks now. You start to lose track uh, as you look at the same four walls. But you know, really, I think that there is a shift. And the shift is really, I think, for the better. Like a cancer diagnosis and learning to have a positive mindset. What you've learned in the past can be applicable to the future. So for mm -hmm. me, full of anxiety and riddled with worries after a breast cancer diagnosis, I had to learn how to shift my perspective and find a positive mindset and learn the tools that you need, which I want to talk about here today with you for everyone listening, find those tools to, to be able to develop a positive mindset because it is one of the keys to resiliency. Yeah. And some of the tools, Adam, that I learned um, and, and discovered for myself and, and had other people help me with back when I had a diagnosis back in 2014 are now I'm finding in this midst of this COVID-19 and self-isolation have been incredibly beneficial. Right, right. Let's talk about those. I want to I hear. So uh, where should we start? All right. Well, first of all, focus on small moments daily. For instance, and this is a, a totally kind of tangential example, but if you need to pack up your home because you're moving, you wouldn't tackle the entire house at once, right? right? It would overwhelm anyone. So instead, you would approach one room at a time, a portion of that room, small steps, one box at a time. So the same is true here, where if we concentrate on those small moments daily, one moment at a time, we wake up and we tackle one task to kick off our day. It can be as simple as making your bed in the morning, keeping a normal schedule, washing the dishes. It's a simple step of self-accomplishment that then leads to another small moment of accomplishment and positivity and another and another. And every easy small step will get you through today and then beyond without focusing on the overwhelming of, oh my God, I can be in my house for months potentially. It seems like this is an interesting moment where we can learn to live in the moment and enjoy that moment without necessarily, you know, constantly focusing on the future, right? And in doing that, it's going to help us to, to get through it all, right? Yes, yes. And some of the other key strategies that I, I used through my diagnosis that helped shift my, my mindset and my perspective from being overwhelming and to finding the silver lining and all was to control what you can control. Mm. So remember, there are only so many things that are within our right. power. It's best really to focus our energy on the things that are truly within our control, um, namely our attitude and our mm. effort. So with this very simple mind shift, and it really is just a mind shift, we can empower ourselves during a time that seems to be spiraling out of whack, take charge of our emotions to stay positive, procure the supplies that we need to create a comfortable living environment while we're in self-isolation and construct a game plan for how to keep busy yeah. while staying at right. home. 
And all of those types of efforts will help to generate calm and capability. Mm. That yeah, I love sense. that. So, and then a few other tips I have for, for really just dealing with this anxious situation is to breathe right, breathe slowly, and breathe often. Mm. And what I mean by that is diaphragmatic breathing. It activates the parasympathetic nervous system to heal and calm us. And even just right now, it's just mm. deep breath in, filling that belly like a balloon, right? You fill up that belly like a balloon. And then once that's filled, you extend and expand the rib cage and then the heart and really filling everything. And then that deep, slow exhalation out. I don't know about you. Yeah, I feel better. I love that. This type of deep abdominal breathing that helps us decrease inflammation in the body during times of stress and anxiety, slow filling belly breaths act as a saving grace by allowing us to connect to what's happening right here in the moment and relax mm. our jitters. Mm -hmm. And I am a huge proponent of that. I love that. So while we're sitting here at home and we don't have the person-to-person -person contact that we so need for survival and to be able to thrive, we can still engage to create community. Mm, that's right. That's right. During normal times without self-isolation, we're often encouraged to, you know, kind of like put down these devices, right? And engage in more human-to-human -human contact. But when that's not possible as it is right now, tuning actually into your technology can give great gains. Yep. Through group video chat get-togethers, which can fill the void for those missed happy hours after work or hanging out. FaceTime with faraway uh, family can fill our weekend with special time. Mm -hmm. Swapping out Sunday brunch for Skype sessions can bring happiness and eliminate possible loneliness. Mm. We have an 80th birthday coming up for my father-in-law. We were planning to do a big celebratory dinner, but I'll tell you what we're going to do instead. You want to hear? I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. We are going to do two things. We're going to do a FaceTime dinner. Then before that, in the middle of the day, we're surprising him with a, uh, we've been doing actually with the kids' schools, with friends' birthdays, which have been a birthday car train where people drive by honking their horns, leaning out their sunroofs, their windows, holding up birthday signs, screaming happy birthday, just to bring some frivolity and fun. I love that. That's so much fun. I mean, and, and that's the thing. We get to be creative and invent new things and connect in new ways during this time. And there, there's, so there's a lot of opportunity here, right? There's a lot of opportunity to be creative, to have some fun, to have the kids come up with things. And I think one of the other really great elements to help through this whole situation is to grasp gratefulness. Mm. Again, about yeah. the little things, yeah. appreciating that you have a, a home to stay safe within or the ability to have the time to cook delicious meals and look at recipes that you hadn't had a chance. And I've already cooked about three different soups that I've been wanting to make, a couple yep. different entrees, getting the kids involved. Mm -hmm. Most of the time we are all running around like crazy, right? Mm, We're running right. to work and to events and to commitments and to the store. And to, there's no time for all the non-work commitments that we would love to accomplish. That's right. That's where the gratitude comes in. Now with more time at home, we can finally clean out the garage, take long bike rides with the kids, catch up on the phone with a childhood friend, and really just grasp and hold on to that gratefulness. Yeah, we, we've been playing card games with the kids. I've done, a, I've done a, I set up like a weekly virtual lunch meeting with a peer group that I'm a part of. 
that's been really great. So I'm, you know, I'm eating my sandwich and my fruit, you know, just chatting about <laughs> what's going on for the week. And that's been really, really neat over Zoom. And, you know, trying to text my friends and stay in touch with them in, in ways that, you know, sometimes I just get so busy, I don't think to reach out. And, and so I'm trying to reach out more and just stay connected, make sure everybody's okay, right? One of my daughter had said, do you think that this is just the earth's way of saying we need to have time to sort of reset ourselves mm. as, as a whole world? You know, mm. if you think about it, look, right now we have a lot less carbon emissions because fewer people are on the road, less planes in the air. Really, may, it might be a stretch, but I think it's important. The more we train our brain to have positive thoughts yeah. and say it out loud, the more it becomes reality in ourselves, mm. you know, on a cellular level. So yeah, I think there yeah. are a lot of w reasons to be hopeful and to find the light in what seems to be tremendous darkness. Yeah. I think we are going to, number one, grow as a community. Mm. I don't know about you, but connecting with neighbors who I didn't even know lived in my neighborhood, right? Oh, yeah. From far across the street. Is yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely connected with neighbors that I had not run into because we're out trying to walk our dogs and just be out a little bit. And of course, we're staying at a safe distance, but it's been really amazing. Exactly. And it's there, there has been this tremendous growth as a community, mm. community of support of people, not only waving hello from a distance, but also uh, growth as a community because we're coming together to make sure we're protecting our elderly. So right. there's a positive that's coming out of it. That's there's right. also yeah. another positive coming out of COVID that's togetherness. Mm. I said to my daughter, when in our lifetime will we have this much time together where all four of us are living under the same roof, spending time together that's not running from activity to activity? Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. I, I think uh, there is a lot of hope to be had uh, for our culture, for the world as we move forward through this. And, and honestly, the, just this conversation has been really uplifting. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I'd love to even have you on the show again sooner, maybe not even wait a whole nother year, maybe do it sooner than that. I'm, so. I'm always up for that. And you know, also for those who are listening, I was doing webinars prior to COVID, but right now while we're all home, it's really a perfect time. Come together via video chat in a small group session, my Your Healthiest Healthy Webinars, our three one-hour sessions taking us through nutrition, how to eat, what to eat, how to figure out what to have more of and less of. Then another session on the beauty, a beauty reboot, how to know what products to enjoy, which ones to toss, what ingredients to look out for. It's same thing about cleaning your home and even your period routines. And then the last part of it is really an extension of what we've been talking about here today, but how to find positivity in our everyday life and develop a positive mindset, which is the key to resiliency and really throwing a wrench into the anxiety engine before it spirals out of control into a negativity spiral. Mm. And part of that session is also about toxic relationships. And I like to say the cancer card is a gift in many ways because it also gives us perspective on the relationships we have and those that are detracting from our lives. So yeah. the, your Healthiest Healthy webinar really does help take people through these steps. Um, Instagram at, and Facebook is at Samantha Harris TV. And I know you'll put the links up for that. Mm -hmm. And my website is samantha-harris.com where you can also find out about the book and the webinars, retreats once we're back to being able to be in person will be wonderful again. That's right. That's right. Well, Samantha, you are an amazing and inspiring individual. I really appreciate what you contribute to the world and what you've contributed to our podcast. So thanks for joining us. Thank you, Adam. I love it. I look forward to coming back again. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. 
You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com. Thanks to Genentech for supporting Real Pink. To find out more about Genentech's latest advancements, visit gene.com. That's G-E-N-E dot com.